for me, I, I, maybe we all kind of struggle with this, with where we kind of hold back on asking for things from other people because we're kind of already, we're already judging their response or we're already making decisions for them based on information that might not. Hello there and welcome. I am your host and feel free to look at me as your introvert ambassador, JG Autry. I'm so excited for you to be here, whether you're an introvert or you're someone that works with an introvert, loves an introvert or are friends with introverts and you just want to know more about them and how you could better support them in their lives and in their journey. I want to be here for you. I want to help you tap into what is you and embrace that and not make any excuses about who you are and how you choose to show up in the world. So let's dive in. Hey there, y'all. Welcome back for another episode. I hope that you're having an absolutely fantastic day. And as always, I want to thank you for spending some time to listen with me. There are literally a bazillion podcasts at this point, so you could be using your time anywhere else and I do appreciate it when you take some time to spend with me. So it's been a super hectic start to March already. So many fantastic things. Uh, I was given a leadership opportunity within one of my teams that I'm so, so excited and grateful for. I actually got to train them on some cutting edge strategies to help with expansion for the team. And I'm I'm just delighted, y'all, because if you've been hanging with me for a little while now, or you're even if you're a brand new listener, you're going to catch real fast that I love geeking out over ways to use technology to help everybody advance their business. It's already been proven that it's the best way to kind of start to leverage your time so that you're making money and it doesn't matter what you're doing. But the best way for you to make money, in my opinion, is to make it in service of others. And if you've got technology working for you, then you can serve others all the time 24 7 and it doesn't have to tire you out or take away from what you want to do if that means making more time for your family or to just do more of the things that you love and I'm just I'm so excited for this opportunity so I cannot wait for it to for it to grow and see how it evolves over the coming months but what I have for you guys today is something that it kind of it actually kind of knocked me out when I heard this concept. And whenever I learn something that I feel is a real important value, I always want to share it with you because I have come to learn and I, I, I do believe this is this is very true. And that is that as soon as you learn something, it has the most power when you can teach it to somebody else. And I really embrace that more now than ever because I can take in so much information that I almost don't, I almost don't realize that I'm doing it. And the real challenge for me has been sharing and, and putting it out there without, well, without knowing whether or not it's going to be the thing that you're looking for in the moment, but with the hope that it is. So, um, I was, and this is a funny term for it, but I I really like the term digital mentor. So I like to take my breaks, uh, throughout the day where I, I have an opportunity to listen to or or take some insights in from one of my digital mentors and I've mentioned her previously so this is actually by way of Amy Landino by way of Gretchen Rubens so Gretchen Rubens is a hmm, I actually have to to think about how I would describe her she's a thought leader as well but I, I believe her start was in um 
ooh, what's the term? Journalism. I, I believe she started out in journalism and she's written a number of books. But the one that I'm kind of fascinated by is The Happiness Project. Um, I I just I feel like my life really took a, a very important and drastic turn when I decided to prioritize happiness over anything else. And I, I what fascinates me is her from my understanding. I haven't had a chance to read the book as of yet. Um, but my understanding of her philosophy is that, you know, happiness is about practice, just like really anything else. Habits, setting good habits are about practice. And I feel like happiness is nothing but knowing what makes you happy is really nothing but a set of good habits that you have managed to put in place and to a point where it's it's pretty much on autopilot. So I like uh, that. I, I believe this was taken from the Happiness Project. And Amy was sharing this about her process for uh, getting reengaged at the start of the year. And it was this concept of personal commandments and specifically 12. I think the way the exercise works, if you follow the program that goes with the book, is that you pick a commandment each month for that for the year. It, it only opens up in January. And I'm 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 sharing it with you to the best of my memory. But I just like that it was 12. I don't know. There's something about the number 12, too, that I just felt was very fitting. And I think it is because of that whole 12 months in the year vibe. But it's March, so I know it's a little bit late. But the point was, uh, the challenge that Amy had put out there was for the listeners to come up with their own 12 commandments. And so I heard this yesterday. And I just thought, well, you know, I'll, I'll just kind of like let that percolate in my mind. And I didn't really give it much thought. And, and then this morning, I was so inspired out and out of somewhere I can't really say nowhere because I had listened to the podcast but I was just inspired to write down the 12 personal commandments and this is the fastest I've ever written anything down it was like 15 minutes and I was done and I was like man I wish it was so easy to write all the time (laughs) I am over here struggling with copy at this very moment (laughs) and I wish it was as fast as these 12 commandments that are supposed to really well define how I show up in the world and how I go about life so I'm going to share them with you and maybe you'll feel you'll feel encouraged to do this exercise for yourself. And if you do, please send me a voice note. Anchor makes it so lovely and easy for you to do that. I would love to hear from you directly or you can let me know um, in Messenger on Facebook. You you guys kind of know how to find me because the group is open and it's also ready for you. So the first one I picked was be present in who I am. And in in parentheses, I put being. So be present in who I am being. But I really wanted to isolate the being part of that commandment because I don't think that being present in who I am can be enough for me at times. Um, I can really kind of go in and out of that awareness. I think it's just part of um, my my tendency to just I can get kind of lost in thought. And so I really wanted to be more intentional about how I was showing up. Even though I'm present, I want to know that I'm being intentional in who I'm being. And it's it's been a struggle for me in the past because I've really wanted to know for certain that I was never going to come across as fake or inauthentic in whatever I was doing. And I always thought that whole like if you're if you're intentional about how you're showing up is is there a certain point where you might cross that line where you're not genuine and so i've I've kind of struggled with that in the past but i found that the more that i decided to be present with intention things have just gotten so much better for me i've i've built more um, relationships that i felt like were just so open and honest and so i really wanted to prioritize that one first the next one for me is letting go of the outcome when i tell you 
that I have had some trouble with letting go of the outcome when it comes to expectations. I just, I really couldn't even, I I don't think I could impress upon you how much of a struggle that's been. And if you, listener, have had any kind of experience in sales, oh, that's funny, y'all. There's a plane flying by. Or I guess a helicopter. I don't live near an airport. (laughs) Um, Okay, so uh, let go of the outcome. If you if you're a listener that has had some experience in sales, you might know how that can be challenging at times, the bigger the deal you're working on and the newer you are to the to the industry. And uh, oh, that's a big one for me. But I'm really embracing letting go of the outcome. The third one I put down was say what I mean more and without apology Um, that without apology part. I just added on. But I I've struggled in the past with saying what I mean in a way that people can really understand but also with just saying uh, openly and honestly what I what I mean and being in a place where I trust myself for saying it. The fourth one is ask for more. So not only do I want to say what I mean more, but I, I want to ask for more, ask for more from myself um, and, and know that I, as I'm asking for more of myself, that I, I, again, have that trust in myself and my ability, asking for more of others, because I think that uh, for me, I, I, I maybe we all kind of struggle with this with where we kind of hold back on asking for things from other people because we're kind of already, we're already judging their response or we're already making decisions for them based on information that might not even be accurate. And even if it was, it's probably not our business. It's kind of like counting people's money when you can't look into their purse or into their wallet. So I, um, I really want to get better about just asking for more and then seeing what happens. Number five, sing loud and proud. I am a singer. I have, for the most part, refrained from singing (laughs) on this medium, I think. And I want to do it more on a daily basis. I I have my own goals in that area. Um, Over time, I would love to feel the confidence to be uh, publicly singing in, in some fashion, but I just want to sing more on a daily basis. It's kind of become part of my morning routine. I've mentioned previously uh, about getting intentional about setting a morning routine. And so that's a, that's a fun one that I've added to mine that I do every day. Number six, when in doubt dance, another one, (laughs) another one that I felt got validated by a number of professionals in this space, as far as physical and mental health, that it's amazing the kind of things that can happen inside our body the release that it brings to our brains when we just dance, when we put on some good music, everybody's got that one song that they can't help dancing to. And I don't care if you hate music, you know, you got that one song. And so uh, I've decided to adopt the philosophy of when in doubt dance. If I'm feeling particularly anxious, because I've had that kind of struggle in the past with anxiety, I'm just going to dance it out, dance it out, sing it out. And, and I know that by the end of it, I'll be in a better place. Number seven, follow the white rabbit always. Um, I believe it was episode number 13 or 11. I don't remember which one, but uh, how to answer the call. I talk about, uh, if you've listened to that one, I talk about this very much um, at length in that one. But this is the one thing that I really think one day I'm going to get some form of this tattooed. <laughs> I'm going to get some form of this tattooed um, because Following the white rabbit has symbolized for me so much uh, change that I, I just, as difficult as some, some things might've been along the way, I just, I wouldn't take it back. And it was because I felt this instinct of like, 
the white rabbit and we've seen the white rabbit in a number of of uh ooh, pop culture references i think alice in wonderland probably most likely comes to mind for you but the matrix is really what i i always think of when i when i think of that uh, imagery of the white rabbit and following it down some path even though you don't know how it's going to go number eight be responsible be responsible, but response able. I got this definition from Joe Dispenza, I think it was, where it's not about it's not about the response, it's about how you react to the response. So I want to be more able when it comes to reacting to the responses. And I, I, I realize that that's going to require some intention on my part. So I put that down as something to remember going forward. Number nine, the journey is the way. Pretty much just a flip of... Uh, what's the what's the term I'm thinking of right now? Enjoying the process. It's just the flip of enjoying the process. I like the journey is the way better. Um, I've always been someone that's kind of a explorer, so it just it fits me personally. Number ten, feel the fear, but not overthink it. That kind of goes without saying. <laughs> that's kind of self-explanatory. Fear is never an indicator that the decision that you're making is not the right one. And I, I really want to be very, very aware of that. That fear is just, it's a good indicator, but it doesn't mean that it's a reason to stop. Um, it's just, it just means that it's something that I care about quite a lot in a lot of cases. Number 11, slow down to the speed of wisdom. I got this phrase from someone I just discovered recently. His name is Preston Smiles. He's a, he's an entrepreneur and a interesting philanthropist. Uh, he and his wife put together this, um, I think it's a nonprofit called the bridge to love where they help people in that area as far as, uh, you know, recovering from certain, uh, well, I guess certain occurrences in life. And I think it's, in, it's more in the intimate relationship space, but I like that he put this out there that most people just don't slow down enough to reflect. But, I, and I've, I've heard that in many ways, many different ways, but I really like this phrase slow down to the speed of wisdom wisdom I guess and it's true wisdom really only comes from taking some time long enough to kind of evaluate what you've done and the number 12 that I put down for this is never forget I am love I have struggled in the past with um well this this pull of negative thinking or even negative emotions that I don't really want to entertain. And I figured that this commandment to remind myself that I am I am love means that I will over time be one that does not uh, res- re- respond to negative situations with negative actions. If I'm remembering that I always want to be of love, I always want to radiate love, then that means whenever I encounter a challenge or uh, a experience that I'm not sure how to handle, I, I want to come from a place of love with it. And so I am super, super excited to to adopt these personal commandments. I need to rewrite them <laughs> in another, another area for sure. So I know where I can find it always. But I hope that, that you found value from this episode today. And if again, if you decide to write down some 12 personal commandments for yourself, I would love to hear about them. You can always find me in Messenger. And as I've mentioned before, please send me a voice note in Anchor. I would love to hear from you. And uh Until next time, y'all. That's all I have for you today. That's the message. So 
until next time guys i'm looking forward to bringing something exciting for you next week and uh until then follow for fortune and i'll see you next time